You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, Rodney Payne, your coach, and I am so excited to be with you again on this week. Listen, I want to thank you guys for subscribing and liking and rating and commenting about our podcast, Speaking with One Voice. We need you to continue to support us. We are counting on you to help us to define our space in this world we call the podcast universe. I want you to follow me on social media at Rodney R. Payne. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Would love to have some follows. And do me a favor, turn on your notifications so that you can be notified when we're dropping something new. Uh, We're excited about many things. I want to give you a special offer this week. I haven't done this in a few weeks, but right now, as you know, I'm the author of a couple of books. And I've got some very good specials going on on my book, 90 Days of Believing God. I also have a devotional, 90 Days of Believing God, the devotional and journal. They're two separate things. You can get a four-pack of devotionals. Listen to this. A four-pack of devotionals for $30. You you just can't beat that. They're $15 a piece. This represents a 50% savings. And you can also get four devotionals and four of the books for $60. So you want to visit our website right away, onevoiceinc.org, O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C.org. Take advantage of this limited time offer uh, while supplies last. We're going to be cutting it off pretty quick, but want to make sure that you have a chance to get involved in on that special. So so do me a favor, go in and get those. And if you, if you mention in your order that you heard this on the podcast, I'll sign every book you buy. Okay, thank you so much. So let's get started on today. Today's uh, episode is going to be called Equipping Your Way to Success. Equipping Your Way to Success. One of the things that has become so uh, in vogue now is, is, is it's coaching at a corporate level or an executive level. Uh, everyone is looking to get into the business of coaching. Uh, quite frankly, our company, One Voice Leadership, it, we coach and we train leaders. That's exactly what we do. So how does one who is in the position of leader uh, find the time, find the tools, find the resources to be able to help those who are on your team? Uh, you know my philosophy is if Michael Jordan needed a coach, then I need a coach. So I believe in having a coach. I have several coaches myself, and I would say I wouldn't trust a coach who didn't have a coach. So if you believe in coaching, you should have a coach, a mentor, or someone that you answer to. But when we look at this, uh, every leader desires success. Uh, Now, success may be defined in many ways, but generally it means the accomplishment of goals. So when you think about receiving and accomplishing your goals, it's great. So every leader, again, desires this thing that we call success. So many leaders struggle with the development of teams. We want success, and we've decided that it really takes a team ultimately for us to find success. So how do we get to a place where we are capable, qualified, able to to develop our own teams? Why do we struggle with developing teams? Well, leaders cannot always reproduce in someone else what comes naturally to them. 
I've worked around some very high performing individuals and they have a very difficult time articulating their process. But as I was leading those teams, I was able to take an external view and look at how they did what they were doing. And then I was able to share it and recapture it for the team because they couldn't do it themselves. Um, They expect everyone else to see, move, think, and operate at their level. That's a big challenge for leaders with a high leadership lid. They believe that everyone or everything they see is common to everyone else when, in fact, it just isn't. Uh, When you're a high performer, you see at a different level. When you're a leader, you look and see at a different level. So to expect everyone else to be at that particular level is not realistic. Now, I'm not suggesting that you see so far that no one sees farther than you. I'm just saying that you have to be careful in expecting someone else to see like you do. Um, Exceptional talent is not the norm. So exceptionally talented individuals have a difficult time relating with less talented people. That can be a, a a, a void there, a divide, if you will, of someone who is exceptionally talented can really struggle with someone who is less talented. But understand, not everyone bears the same talent level, but your talent level is not what determines your value. It's how you utilize the talent you have been given. Many leaders blame their lack of success on the team around them. Quite frankly, those are just not good leaders. You cannot blame the team for the lack of success, because if in fact you are the leader, then most likely you've assembled the team. But I've got a couple of things that I want you to look at today. Um, leaders, listen, don't blame the team around you, but but let me just kind of give you a caveat, give you a slight out here, if you will. Leaders must say no to quote unquote, just playing the hand you're dealt. So many times we end up with what I call uh, in an inherited team. See, on an inherited team, you have inherited talent. You didn't assemble the team. You came into the team from the outside. Well, you have to, first of all, in joining a new team that you've inherited, you must assimilate to the team. You don't go in setting new rules and new game plans without, first of all, knowing and assessing what talent you have. That's a different lesson, but you have to assess talent before you can condemn talent. You must assess talent before you can condemn talent. Um, Then understand the law of attraction, per John Maxwell, you attract who you are. So the team going forward will begin to take a shape that looks a lot like you. While you inherit some that don't look like you, those that come after you arrive, they are attracted to your style. So if you don't like what the team looks like, maybe it's time for you to change. Because if you're attracting subpar talent, they're attracted to you. So perhaps it's time for you to grow as a leader. Um, Not only that, when you attract talent, don't assume that it will be fully developed. You still have to grow what you attract. Just because someone is talented and has capacity does not mean they understand your culture, your processes, your systems, nor have they reached their lid. So you have to grow what you attract. So if you wait for only fully grown uh, people, they will be maxed out when they get to you so they can never grow with you. They will be at their full capacity when they arrive. And then finally, stop blaming the talent. Let me say that again. Stop blaming the talent. Own the responsibility of leading. Leadership is influence, 
Nothing more, nothing less. You grow the talent. John Maxwell says it. It's influence. What influence do you have on the team? Why is the team staying the same? Why is the team not performing at a higher level? Could it be that you're blaming the talent because you were unwilling to invest the time to work out the process? I I, I just... I can't say that enough. We have to be, as leaders, willing to develop and grow the talent. So I want to give you a, a few things to help you on today, and I will be done. Just really, I've got two primary points. Uh, the first one is this. I want to deal with the art of identifying talent, the art of identifying talent. When you are identifying talent, you want to find a self-starter. It is no secret, but lazy people, they may have talent, but they're rarely successful. We try to take a diamond in the rough who ha- who is lazy. Lazy people are rarely going to be successful. I didn't say they wouldn't be talented. There are very many talented people who are lazy, who will never maximize their talent simply because they're lazy. So when you identify talent, you want to find self-starters. Why? Because self-starters always show up. Self-starters always show up. Uh, I'm reminded of, of a watching this documentary on Michael Jordan called The Last Dance. And in this last uh, recent episode, there there was an episode where Scottie Pippen, uh, Michael Jordan had retired and gone to play baseball. Now Scottie Pippen is the leader of the Bulls. They're about to lose the game. Last second possession, uh, Phil Jackson draws up the play. He draws up the play, uses Scottie Pippen as a decoy, and gives the ball to Tony Kukoc to take the final shot. And that's the play. When Scottie Pippen hears the play, he decides he is not going in the game. Now, the challenge with this is that his team felt like he quit on him. But what I found interesting about the documentary is that, yeah, the team thought he quit on them at that point. But after that, he realized that at some level he made a mistake. He was upset because he felt like he was the player and his number should have been called. But he went and apologized to his team, and they forgave him because it was out of character for him. You want to have people that have an established brand and character. Self-starters are ones who will get up and go to work. Understand, Scottie Pippen is known today as one of the top 50 greatest players to ever play in the NBA, even with that blemish on his record. Every leader will have a bad day. Every leader will make a bad decision. But at the end of the day, there is a fiber, a character, integrity that a leader stands for that will allow you to redeem yourself through the process. Not only do you want a self-starter, you want someone that has work ethic and commitment. Work ethic and commitment. See, in other words, simply stated, you have to have the discipline to do the job. A discipline to do the job. And that, that's just your work ethic. You're going to get the job done. But what I also talk about commitment here, I want to see mutual commitment in talent. I want the commitment to be both to their brand and my brand. I, I want them to be committed to a personal brand so that they have their own set of morals, their own set of core values. I want them to be willing to sign their name to their work and be proud to do so. I want them committed to a personal brand. They produce work that they are willing to, I'm going to say, dare I say, be proud of, that they will put their signature on. It's significant when you're willing to put your signature on your own work. And if they have a commitment to their brand and to my brand, that's going to maximize my team effort because they're always going to be proud of what they put their name on. One of the things that I've always tried to do throughout my career, whether it was in business development, leadership, pastoring, authoring, 
I want to be proud of what I put my name on, and I want my personal standards to always exceed the organization standards. So if I go into an organization, I want my personal standard to be higher than the standard of the organization just because I'm going to, at the end of the day, put my name on it. That doesn't mean that the organization doesn't have very high standards because I wouldn't want to associate with an, an organization with low standards, but I want I want to be willing. I, I have to have a commitment to me and my personal brand and producing at my level. Uh, then if you're going to look at talent, you also want to look for someone who has what I call strength awareness, strength awareness. In other words, they know their strengths. They know what they are good at. They See, if you know what you're good at, you will stay in that lane and that's where you'll, you'll flourish, you'll thrive, you'll do very well. But beyond knowing your strength, knowing your strength zone, identifying it, they also need to be ones who are willing to grow their strength zone. Just because you're good at it, just because you're an expert, doesn't mean you don't get better at it. You should get better exponentially, more quickly, and, and go deeper in depths, higher in heights, simply because it is your passion, it is your strength zone. So you should always be feeding that and not living on yesterday's success. Not only should they be a self-starter, have work ethic and commitment, uh, show strength awareness, they must be coachable. They must be coachable. Understand, self-awareness uh, is to be coachable. And that means it represents a commitment to grow. I want to be careful here because when you have a person on your team, it doesn't matter how talented they are if they are uncoachable because uncoachable people think they know it all. They create a culture of conflict if you don't agree with them. No matter what, you cannot win. If they, As long as you agree with them, they are going to be fine. But when you try to coach them into an area where they're not excelling or they're not agreeing, they're going to create a culture of conflict for you. So they must be coachable. No way about it. So if you're going to identify talent, remember there's four things. One, they got to be a self-starter. Two, they got to have work ethic and commitment. Three, they have to have strength awareness. And four, they have to be coachable. And so now that you've got the right talent, it's up to you to equip your way to success. Talent is only half of the equation. Let me spend the next few moments sharing with you about four steps uh, in a critical component of this process. So equipping your way to success requires the that you master the art of identifying talent, but secondly, that you understand the power of investing in talent, the power of investing in talent. The first step is in order to invest in talent, the first thing you should do is encourage them. An encouraging culture leads to success. See, taking leaders or team members for granted is demotivating. So you always want to be encouraging. I'm not asking you to take out pom-poms and become a cheerleader and create a gift theme music to everyone who walks in the office. But I am saying take a moment to be encouraging, to be a builder of people, to put resources in their hand, to let them know you recognize the quality of their work. You recognize how hard they're working. Always be an encourager. Not only should you be an encourager, you should equip. That's right, equip. It's unfair to expect people to do what you have not equipped them to be able to do. If you don't give a person the tools necessary, it's unfair to have expectations of them to produce at a certain level. And understand this, equipping is not your new hire welcome packet. 
Equipping is not giving a computer and some access codes to the VPN. No, sir, no, ma'am, no leader. Equipping is an ongoing process of polishing professionals to give them every tool they need to be the best possible version of themselves in your company. And as a matter of fact, when we equip them properly, they should see benefit in their personal life, in their private life, in their recreational life as well. So you want to make sure that you, one, encourage that you to equip. Thirdly, and this is where we as leaders have a difficult time uh, in getting to this point, but if you're going to invest in talent, you're going to encourage and equip, then thirdly, you must empower them. That's right. You cannot be a micromanager who has to have everything done your way. You you hired them because they're talented. You hired them because they, they excel in areas perhaps where you don't. You hired them to augment a, a shortage in your world. You hired them to make you better. Empower them. A leader must be given the authority required to effectively do their job. You have to give people the room to do their job. They have to understand the culture. It's a two-way street. I get it. But many of us are unwilling to empower people. We have to learn to empower people. A leader must also bear the responsibility of the extended authority and responsibility. So what happens is you as the leader, you will extend to your fellow leader the authority and the responsibility. So you're going to extend that to them. So they are not replacing you, um, but but they are representing you. But you've, you've extended your own authority to them. So with that must be some responsibility. So now you can't give me the authority to do the job. You can't empower me to do the job, but then not hold me responsible for the success or failure thereof. So if you want to be able to make the decisions, then you've got to be able to take the consequences that come with it. Yes, 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 yes. Listen, I've got one more thing I want to say. Um, Not only do you encourage, equip, empower, lastly, you have to evaluate. When you invest in talent, evaluation is critical. You must inspect what you expect. You must inspect what you expect. Let me say that for for the trifecta. You must inspect what you expect. You cannot encourage, equip, empower, and walk away. Nope. We must evaluate on an ongoing basis. And here's the key. As we evaluate on an ongoing basis, the next step that we have to remember is it's okay to reset the target as necessary. If we do our jobs as leaders correctly, we will not be doing the same thing the same way always. We will continue to refine our processes. So it's important that we understand that you have to evaluate and remember it's okay to reset the target as necessary. Listen, I'm Rodney Payne, your coach. You're listening to Speaking With One Voice. Let me go ahead and recap this one uh, one quick time for you, equipping your way to success. You have to first have the art of identifying talent, and second, the power of investing in talent. The art of identifying talent. You want a self-starter. You want someone with work ethic and commitment. You want someone with strength awareness, and you want someone who's coachable. And then the power of investing in talent, the power that comes from that is when you encourage, equip, empower, and evaluate, you get productive leaders who are always growing. And guess what? Growing leaders challenge a leader. When your leaders grow, 
They challenge you to grow. Remember, your organization will only go as high as you can lead them. So when you have leaders who you equip and you encourage and you empower and you evaluate and you reset their target, they're going to challenge you. They're going to come with creative ideas. They're going to expand your thinking and you're going to be challenged to grow as a leader. But if you will take the time to equip them, you will equip your way to success. Oh my goodness. Listen, I'm out of time for today, but I want to thank you for joining me. I am your coach, Rodney Payne. Speaking with one voice is the podcast. Do subscribe, do give us a rating and email me. Uh, please email me, uh, rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. I'd love your feedback. And if you post anything as a result of listening to this podcast, would you hashtag it speaking with one voice, hashtag speaking with O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E. And if by chance I get a chance to see it where you've tagged us out there uh, or tagging me at Rodney R. Payne, I will do my best to respond to you. Uh, Don't forget the special we have going on in our bookstore at onevoiceinc.org. You can get a four-pack of devotionals for $30. You can get a four-pack of devotionals and the book, 90 Days of Believing God, for $60. Until next time, be great on purpose. It's your coach. Be intentionally great today and go equip your way to success. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you and make it a